Amen. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated here today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Almighty God, we serve. Amen. I have just love being in his presence here today. Feels so good. I feel that God is not done, though. That God still has, amen, time here today to deliver you from whatever situation that you're in, whatever it is that you've been facing. Amen. See, we all know the story of Daniel in the lion's den. But just in case you've forgotten, let me just go back and, and recap just a little bit. See, Daniel, he was a Hebrew boy. He was a Jew who had been brought to Babylon when King Nebuchadnezzar came in and his army overthrew Jerusalem and they took back some captors. They took back some of the finest of the young men who were there in that, in that land that he had captured or um, held captive. And he brought them back to assimilate them into his kingdom and also to learn from them and about their culture. And so Daniel is, is part of this uh, this group that is brought to Babylon so that they can be uh, be grafted into the Babylonian culture. He made a name for himself within the king's court when he interpreted this troublesome dream that the king had dreamt, but he could not remember the contents of the dream. All he knew was that he was troubled by it. He woke up, and maybe anybody had, had that kind of a dream before? You had something, you can't really remember what it was, but you're like, sweating when you wake up and um your your maybe it wasn't you but your your spouse had the dream and they're mad at you and you don't know why they're mad at you but it was it was just something in the dream and it's it, it wasn't real it wasn't real honey we're all right amen I don't, but the king he had one of those dreams he couldn't remember the contents of it he just knew it was important and uh and and he was to the point where he was threatening to to kill all of his advisors, anybody who could, who before time could interpret dreams, but for some reason they couldn't interpret this dream. And so God revealed that to Daniel, revealed this dream, and uh, he was able to go before the king, had an audience with him, and told him the contents of the dream and what the dream meant. That kind of made a name for himself. And he ends up he ends up a little time later, he prophesied of the invasion of Babylon by the Persians. And that prophecy, it came to pass exactly as the Lord had revealed it to Daniel. That, In fact, that very night, the, the Persians came in and they, uh, they took over this, this kingdom, this, uh, the city of Babylon, the, the kingdom of Babylon. And so then at that point, Daniel, he finds himself serving under the, the leadership, under a new ruler whose name was Darius. Darius being a, uh, not, the, not the ruler of the whole Persian empire, but of that, uh, that state in which Daniel was living. He had King Darius, or this leader named Darius. Now Darius, he thought very highly of Daniel. In fact, he set him in charge of nearly every other ruler that was there in the kingdom. It says that he began, this is beginning of chapter 6, uh, begins to tell about Darius and his interactions with Daniel and, and how he set 120 rulers, princes and, and, uh, and rulers over this, these provinces and, and over those 120 rulers, he set three rulers over them and Daniel was one of those three and not just one of those three, but it said he was number one of those three. And so we see the favor that Daniel had and the reason 
it tells us that Daniel had favor with this King Darius over the presidents and over all of the princes was because of the excellent spirit that was within him. Amen. And I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for leaders who have an excellent spirit. Amen. I'm thankful for leaders in our church who, who serve with an excellent spirit. And, and, uh, we see them, we see Daniel being raised to this and he was noticed. He was preferred above all of these other rulers. Now, them not having the same kind of spirit got a bit jealous of Daniel. They went about, they're, they're thinking, why is he so highly favored? I want his position. And in this, you know, I'm sure being a common thing at that time and still today to bring people down that are over you so that you can step up and, and no matter if it means stepping on somebody in order to get forward, uh, that's, that was their agenda. That's what they wanted to do. And so they wanted to cut him down to their size. They wanted to cut him down in some way. And so they went about trying to find some way to, uh, to some kind of fault with Daniel. It says that they went about trying to find fault with this man. And in all of their seeking, they could find no fault. And all they're seeking, it says that, that he was, uh, perfect in, in the way that he conducted himself. He was, especially, uh, in, in the matters of the kingdom. He was, he was faithful in everything. And, and there was no fault to be found in him. There was no error in the way that he conducted himself. But as they observed him, trying to find something to bring against him, there was one thing that they did notice. They noticed that this man was a, a, a religious, was a, uh, a, a prayerful man. That as they observed him, they noticed that three times a day, no matter what Daniel was doing, at a certain hour of the day, in fact, three certain hours of the day, Daniel would stop whatever it was that he was doing and he would turn his body toward Jerusalem and he would begin to pray. This was a God that uh, he was praying to a God that he served faithfully. He was, it didn't matter how busy he was that day. It didn't matter if it felt like uh, he had nothing to say to God on that day. It didn't matter if he was happy with how life was going. If he, it didn't matter if he was upset. With how life was going, he was going to take the time to pray to his God. See, Daniel was a man of prayer. And that was the only thing that they could find. They began to concoct a plan of, of how can we use this against him? And uh, I'm sure being, you being familiar with the story, you know how they concocted that plan. They came to King Darius. They played to his ego. They said, uh, Dan, or Darius not being a uh, a God follower, not being uh, a servant of God, even though he had a servant of God there in his um, in his leadership structure. But uh, they they played to his ego and they said, uh, "Let's make it a law that if anyone in your kingdom worships anyone besides you, that they would be thrown into the den of lions." This kind of sounds like something that Daniel had actually encountered once before. Right? Under King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, we typically think of that story through the, the lens of Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
of how there was a king that came just before Darius, Nebuchadnezzar, who he had, he had commanded that everyone would bow down and worship him. Now they didn't, they didn't bow down. In fact, they said, you can do whatever you want. Throw us in the fiery furnace. We don't even have to have a second thought about it. We're not going to pause and think about this. I will not bow and worship you. Now Daniel, he, we see, we see this happening again in the kingdom there in Babylon. Bow down and worship King Darius. You can't worship any other God. You can only pray. You can only ask petitions of the king because he is worthy of your prayers. He is worthy of your petitions and your worship. But Daniel thought better. He said, I, I don't, I don't worship a king. I don't worship some man, some mortal man who is, who is there, who has been created by the God that I serve. I don't worship the creation. I worship the creator. I'm not going to bow down to you. I'm not going to pray to you. And even though I respect you and you're my leader and I'm there for you, I will not pray to you. And so Daniel, he continues his routine of prayer. Amen. I want to, I'm speaking here today on Father's Day and on this day when, when we have, uh, uh, individuals in, in your household. And I want, uh, want you to, to realize that Daniel, he would rather take some time to pray and be thrown in prison than to take a 30 day sabbatical from praying to his God. He would rather He would rather continue praying and risk being thrown into a lion's den than take 30 days where he cannot pray in public. I mean, I'm sure he could have just prayed. Nobody would know. But he says, I'm going to continue praying the same way that I've always prayed. It's not, to, it's not for the attention of others. I'm not doing this so that others could see this, but I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of, 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 of letting people know and, and, and continuing to serve God in the same way that I've always served Him, even if it means that I'm going to be thrown into a lion's den. Amen. I, I, I would that, that every... Every head of every household in this place would have that kind of an attitude, would have that kind of fortitude within themselves that says, I must pray. I must be a man of prayer. I must be a woman of prayer. Come on, I must, as, especially as the head of my household, I must take it upon myself to set a culture of prayer here in my house. And we need prayer warriors. We need people who will pray. We need people who will come and say, as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. As for us, we will pray. We will be a house of prayer. This will be a house of prayer. I would, come on, that there would be some in this church that would take it upon yourselves that on Sunday morning you would be here in these altars. Come on, let's make this a house of prayer on Wednesdays. Let's make this a house of prayer. Not just when the altar call is called for, but that you would come and you would make this a house of prayer. Daniel, a man of prayer. Daniel was this man who he would rather go and, 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 and spend time in prayer, risking being thrown into this den of lions, but knowing I have faith in my God. Amen. The only 
thing that I can think of that would cause him to, uh, to, to continue in this, this, this prayer, continue in this, this life of prayer is because he had faith in his God. It was not just faith, not just faith in the fact that he could deliver him out of the pit of lions and that he would not be thrown in. But even if I am thrown in, even if I'm in the midst of the turmoil, come on. Sometimes we pray these prayers and we're saying, God, I'm going to be faithful to you as long as you help me bypass every bit of trouble that comes my way. And our prayer life, that's what it consists of. Our prayer life is, God, don't send this trouble my way. God, this, this trouble that seems like it's coming down the road. I've got some doctor appointments this week. And Lord, I don't want to, I don't want to face any of the trouble that may come out of these doctor reports. But sometimes God says, you're going to go through the trouble, but I'm going to be right there with you. Don't you worry. I'm right there with you. In the midst of your trouble, I'm right there with you. And so it's not, it's not a, uh, you know, a, an awful thing, I would say, to pray to be taken out of the trouble. But just understand that sometimes we have to go through the trouble and God is still right there with you in the middle of your trouble I don't know what Daniel's prayer was when he was facing this when he knew I'm sure he knew exactly that he was being set up he was being set up by those under him and and this this law that had been uh, de- declared and and those who had come to the king presenting that to him they began to watch out for Daniel and they looked out for him and and they found him praying and they they brought him to the king they brought him to Darius and and said this man this man who you have in this high and lofty position he is not adhering to the law that you signed Darius, it says, all of a sudden his heart began to sink. He looked at himself and says, what have I done? What have I done? I, I wasn't even thinking when I signed this decree. Can I change it? Is there some way that I could change this law? And they said, no, 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 you can't change this. You signed this with the law of the Medes and the Persians. You stamped this with the approval of the king. That means that this cannot be changed. And so King Darius doing something that he, he just wishes that he wouldn't have done. He says, I have to go through with this. And then they go and they bring his his uh, his friend D- Daniel. They bring this man over to the lion's den. They open the mouth of the lion's den. They throw him in there. They begin to shudder. There's, in fact, let's let's just go there. I'm gonna gonna turn there in, in, in Daniel chapter six. It says that the king, when he heard this, verse fourteen, he was uh, he was sore displeased with himself. He set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. He labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. He's, he's he's stressed out to the max. He's like, what can I do to save my friend? The men they assembled together. It says you can't you can't change this. And so, uh, in verse uh, verse sixteen, the king commanded. They brought Daniel. They cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake, and he said to Daniel. Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. What an impact. What an impact that this man, Daniel, had on this 
this king, Darius, who did not fear God, did not serve God, and yet he looked on him in the prayer life that he had, the faith that he had, and the impact that, that Daniel had on this worldly king was that when he was thrown into the den of lions, he says, I have confidence in your God that he will deliver thee. You serve him continually. You serve this God. I've seen you through thick and thin. I've seen you, come on, in the hills and valleys, continually serving your God and he will deliver you. He says a stone was brought. It was laid upon the mouth of the den and the king sealed it with his own signet, with signet of his lords that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Meaning that this is... You know, nobody can come in. Nobody can, can help him escape from this. But, uh, but he comes there the next morning. It's, or, or I guess it continues there. That night, verse 18, the king, he went to his palace. He passed the night fasting. Neither were the instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. The king, he arose very early in the morning, and he went in haste to that den of lions. And this is the verse that we began with here, to, here today. Verse 20 says, when he came to the den, he cried with this lamentable voice. He said, king, or the king spake to Daniel. He said, oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Is your God able? When there's someone here today who you have been faithful, you have spent time in prayer, And there are those that you don't even realize, but you have an impact on them. Maybe it's it's your spouse, maybe it's your children, and you don't even realize the, the things that you're doing, how much of an impact that they have, that they are having on them. Maybe it's your coworker. But somebody, you you having an impact on on somebody through your through your faithfulness to God, through your prayer life, you are having an impact on them, and yet they see you going through a situation right now, or maybe they're going through a situation right now, and you they 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 turn to you and they said they say, is this is this the time? Is this why we serve God? Is this the reason that we have continued in this life of prayer? Because, and if so, then I want to know, come on, is, was God able to do it? Is God able to do it? Come on, there's somebody here today. There's those that are wondering right now in their situation that you're in. Is God faithful? Is God able? Come on, is he able to deliver? Is he able to answer my prayers? When you've been praying prayers for a long time and you've, you've had faith to believe it and you haven't seen it come to pass yet, but God works on his timetable. Come on, and he's always there right on time. You don't have to worry. Come on, you don't have to worry. There's, t- there's things you're going to go through. There's situations you're going to face and you're going to look out and you're going to say, God, why do I have to go through this? But don't worry. Remain faithful to prayer. Remain faithful. Come on, in your, in, in, in your fasting, remain faithful. Come on, in your worship of Him, continue, continually worship the, the God that you serve. And there's those, that there are those around you that as they see your faithfulness, they begin, their eyes begin to light up as they see your God came through. 
Your God came through. Your God came through. Darius, he comes to the, comes to the den of lions and he says, Oh, are you there? Is the God who you serve continually? Was he able to do this? I thought maybe he could. I wasn't sure, but is he able to deliver you? And then down from the bottom of that pit of lions, Daniel cries out and he says, Oh, king, live forever. Here I am. I'm here. My God was able to deliver me. My God, he came through. My God came through. Oh, king, I, I don't have any hurt. The lions, the mouths of the lions were shut when I got down on my knees when I was right down here and the angels came around me. Come on, I serve a God who is faithful. I serve a God who answers prayer. I serve a God. Come on, I don't know what you're going through right now, but you come to him in prayer and our God is faithful. Our God will answer whatever it is that you come to him. Whatever you are in need of today, my God is able to deliver. My God is able to deliver. Come on. Jesus. Put your hands together. Come on. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Well, in fact, King Darius, he made it a decree. He made it a law. And I'm coming to a close already. But King Darius, he made it a law after this. He says, your God is the God of gods. Your God. Come on, he's the king of kings. Come on, this is the one that everyone from now on, that we must know that he is the living God. This is the living God. He is steadfast forever. His kingdom shall not be destroyed his dominion there shall be no end to it come on our God is able to deliver and he goes on in verse 27 can you put 27 up there he this is the out of the mouth of King Darius he says he delivereth and rescueth he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth and which uh, who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions He delivers. He rescues. Come on, my God delivers. My God rescues. Hallelujah. We serve a good God today. We serve a God. Come on, I don't know what you're facing right now, but I want you to know that He delivers. My God, He rescues. My God is able. Come on, and we need, come on, some heads of every household in this place to rise up and to be that one like Daniel to say, God, I'm going to be faithful to you. God, I will be faithful in prayer. God, I will be steadfast to my devotion to you God because when the troubles come my, my, my family my children my spouse come on everyone around me they're going to know who to turn to they're going to know that we serve a living God they're going to know oh is he able yes he's able come on let us be the ones who have set the example to say come on as for me and my house we know the God who is able I'm going to be faithful in prayer I'm going to spend time it doesn't matter If it means I have to go through the den, it doesn't matter if that stone is going to be rolled over that and I'll be shut in the dark, not knowing. Come on. There wasn't any light coming in there. 
that says the stone was rolled over the entrance and it was sealed and Daniel there in the dark not knowing exactly what's happening that night and he begins to pray he gets down on his knees and he's praying he's saying Lord you've been faithful thus far Lord you've been faithful to me every day that I've served you and I will remain faithful to you even unto my death God as the stone is set I'm still faithful God if it means that the stone is set and I have to walk in darkness not knowing why I'm here in the pit I will remain faithful I will remain on my knees in prayer to you God and if you see fit to deliver me God then I'm thankful for your deliverance but Lord I will remain faithful no matter what hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. I've been calling to our heads of of our households. Amen. I have some stones that are up here. I don't have enough for everybody in this place, but if we, I believe we have enough for uh, somebody in every household to come up and to grab one of these rocks that are up here. So it's, a, it's a token that you can take with you to remember, I, I am a man of prayer. I will be a man who is faithful. If you want to come, everybody, in fact, everybody just stand in this place right now. And as we make our way up to this altar, if you want to grab one of these rocks, and you can take that with you and be as Daniel was. When Daniel was faithful in the midst, come on, of a decree going out, he said, I will pray. I will pray. God, I will be a man of prayer. God, I will be a man who stands here in the gap. God, for my uh, for my family, I'll be a man who stands in the gap. Lord, and be faithful to you. Come on, would you just come and just be reminded, God, I will pray. God, I will be faithful to you. Lord, no matter what I have to go through, and the reason is because I know that you are a God who is able to deliver. God, I know that you're able to deliver me. Lord, whatever situation is happening, God, whatever's going on around me, whatever it is, Lord, that's taking place, I have confidence in you. Lord, you're able. You are able to deliver right now. Come on, every hand raised, every mouth open. Come on, begin to praise this God who is able to deliver. Come on, if you, I know we've already had a time of prayer for needs, but if you still have a need today and you want to be prayed for, if you want deliverance today, my God is able. Come on, He's able to deliver. Come on, He is faithful. He is faithful. He's, he's right here, right now. Come on, to meet whatever need you have. Come on, would you just lift up your voice? Would you cry unto Him? Come on, Lord Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we love you. We are so thankful for everything that you've done. In every individual in this place, there are some right now who they're in the middle of the lion's den. The, the stone has been set. They feel like they've been walking in darkness over these past weeks and months. They don't know, come on, what's coming around the next bend. They feel as if every time that they make a turn, every day that they get up, something else is going to 
right now. But Lord, I will remain faithful to you. God, I'm still going to get on my knees and pray. Lord, I will not give up. Lord, I will continue to serve you. I will worship you because I still believe you can deliver. I still believe that you are faithful. I still believe that you are. You hear my cry. God, I love you. I worship you. Worship you. 